I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I drive kind of recklessly. I take a lot of chances. I never repair my vehicles, and I don't believe in traffic laws. Ron and Anian. I really have to give credit to the people that are still fixing cars out there. Because I think about all the things they've forgotten, all the things they don't do anymore, and yet they still keep coming back and do it. I heard somebody say, The Car Doctor. Hey, you ready for this? The reason they call yeah. it a heat shield <laughs> is because it's supposed to protect the vehicle when you park on leaves, debris, dry wood and so forth so that the vehicle doesn't have a fire issue. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Did you ever have one of those work weeks where, oh, did you ever notice that sometimes your work week just flows really well? It's, you know, Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday and so on. And it just, you know, one job flows into the next or one task flows into the next. And it's very predictable and very smooth and just right out the door. And then sometimes you get a week where it's like, to paraphrase Forrest Gump, you know, life is like a box of chocolates. Well, sometimes auto repair is like a box of chocolates. You're never quite sure what you're going to get. And those are probably the best weeks. Those are the weeks I really enjoy because not just the challenge, but you get to sit back over the weekend and think about what you just went through. And in this one particular week, the box of chocolates was really hearty. 
A 2020 Dodge pickup truck came into the shop early in the week. Rick's a regular customer. He came in for a service one morning and waited for it. And During the course of it, he pointed out that one of his rear tail lamps was broken. He had damaged it somehow, and it needed to be replaced. And I called up the Chrysler dealer because we wanted a Chrysler OE part. We like OE parts uh, for something like that. And, And they didn't have it. It was on back order. Now, there's two choices for tail lamps for this 2020 Dodge Ram pickup. And maybe it's a Ram pickup. Maybe they're not Dodge anymore. It's a Ram pickup. Chrysler. And two choices. It's a $300 tail lamp for this big piece of plastic. And if you don't think that's bad enough, or it's $958 for this piece of plastic because it's got an optical backup sensor in it, depending upon how the vehicle is equipped. Hello, ADOS, right? You hear me talking about automated automatic, automated driver assist systems, right? And, and <laughs> Fortunately for Rick, he didn't have the $1,000 tail lamp. He had the $300 tail lamp. doesn't matter. The $300 tail lamp's on back order. We were able to find one, and we're going to do it on Monday, but it just got me to thinking, like, $300 for a piece of plastic. And are we pricing the car? Here we go again. Are we pricing the car out of the market? And You know, I thought about that car for a couple of days. Like, how expensive is it? And I said, what will happen when that vehicle is 10 years old and gets hit in the back end? And if it was the $1,000 tail lamps, two tail lamps would be two grand in today's money, plus the tailgate, plus calibration. I mean, if you had to to replace the tail lamp in that 2020 Ram pickup truck today, it's probably $1,500, parts, labor, calibration, because you've got to calibrate it for the sensor that you're installing. It's a truck. It goes from A to B. It's We're pricing ourselves out of the market. But it's nothing new. An 05 Mercury came into the shop about a week and a half ago, and we've been really busy. I've been up to my eyeballs in diagnostics like I usually am, and it took me a while to get to this car, and I got to it yesterday. And I don't know what it is with me and Mercury Montegos, but you remember the 06 Montego I had a month ago with the transmission issues? Well, here I am with an 05. Same car, different problem. This car cut out on the road. It just dropped dead on the customer. This poor little 91-year-old lady who's driving this car, and she loves it to death because it's simple for her. She's She has a legitimate, what I think is a legitimate fear, putting a 90-year-old into a newer vehicle with touchscreen dashboards and icons and, you know, she, she grew up, I asked her, she learned how to drive on a 38 Ford, <laughs> okay? Could you imagine her in a 2021 Ford something, all right? Uh, and look at the brand loyalty, right? She learned how to drive in a Ford. She's still driving a Mercury, which is a Ford product. So, you know, it's funny, right, how traditions continue throughout your life. So Mary was driving along with her daughter, and the car just dropped dead. It stopped. They towed it in, and I said, I'll look at it. I looked at it yesterday. It Blue fuse number 18 in the under-dash fuse box. And I went, and naturally, of course, anytime I see a blown fuse, I want to I want to know what the electrical circuit looks like. And I ran through, I looked at Ford original equipment diagrams right from the Ford website. I looked at Mitchell. I looked at all data. I looked at um, Identifix. I looked at three or four different sources to see whose variation of what matched the car. Because a lot of times on the older vehicles, and in this case, here's one that was only in production for three years you may find incomplete, inaccurate, or just inconsistent drawings. So it doesn't hurt to go and look at one or two drawings, at least. And the first two I found were not really matching each other. So I went to the third, I went to the fourth, and I yeah, these three seem to make the most sense. We'll start with this is what it came down to. Now, fuse number 18 on 05 Mercury, in case you ever want to know this, if they bring it up on Jeopardy, 
And if they do, you'll win. What does Fuse 18 cover on a 05 Mercury? The answer would be, what is the PCM, powertrain control module, main engine computer? What is the shift interlock solenoid? And what is the body module? I'll take that for 200, Alex. So I ran through the wiring diagram. And gee, it it was all there. It it didn't I didn't see any signs of a short. I tested the ways that I normally test, didn't find anything. And then I said, what happens? Let me cut the circuit in half, which is what I usually like to do anytime I get a wiring or a short problem, which is what we're all supposed to do, right? And the the middle of the circuit was the body module. So I disconnected uh, connector 2280B, which is the middle one in the center of the body module, and went through the motions, went to start the car, fuse didn't blow, shifted the car out of park into drive, fuse didn't blow. Hmm, look at this. Put the body module, tuck the body module back in, bam, fuse blew right away. By the way, I'm not using fuses. I should point out I'm using a wiring harness extension that I've made up with a circuit breaker, a, a 10 amp circuit breaker to match the fuse. So I don't, you know, I don't like to go through piles of ATC 10 amp fuses. So look, I, I mean, it's it's somewhere from the body module out, but where does the body module go? And then I realized what bothered me the most about the wiring diagrams because I looked at these wiring diagrams, and they all talked about a brake circuit switch, not a brake light switch, a brake circuit switch. And I realized I, could, I couldn't find a wiring diagram. Sometimes it's what you don't see that tells you what's going on, right? I couldn't find a wiring diagram for a brake light switch, a traditional brake light switch. I went and looked up tail lamps. The tail lamps tie into the brake circuit switch. Aha! Here's the part they left off the vehicle. Here's the part they left off the wiring diagrams, rather. Put the circuit breaker in. Connected the body module. Real quick, I had Danny step on the brake lights. I had a third brake light, a left rear brake light, and then the breaker popped. The right brake light's not lighting up. Well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if, you know, I open the trunk, I fiddle around with the interior pieces of the trunk, and I find the connector for the tail lamp, and I unplug it. Reset the breaker. Danny, start the car. Fires right up, step on the brake lights. I, haven't, well, I don't have a right brake light, but the car doesn't stall. The car doesn't shut off. How can a, a brake light, I'm thinking to myself, a brake light is causing this fuse to blow and turning the car off? I take the tail lamp out of the car because it's all self-contained as a unit, and I realize, which I was surprised at, it's an LED. In 2005, LEDs were cutting edge, right? It was something new you know, to the manufacturers, at least in my world. I don't recall seeing many LEDs on cars 17 years ago. And... As I'm holding the tail lamp, I'm thinking to myself, why does it sound like a margarita at, at, at 5 o'clock? Because there's water sloshing around inside the lamp. And I turn it upside down and all the water pours out. Remember the floods we just had? Remember all the rain that went through the, the, the east coast side of the country? <laughs> I think most of it was in this tail light. So I call up Mary and I explain it to her. Hey, Mary, I found your problem. I, I, I've proved it several times out, connected it. It blows, unconnected, it doesn't. Listen, and you and I, aside from Mary, I'm off I'm off the conversation talking to her. Then we have to think about the the idiot Ford engineer that designed something as critical as the powertrain control module to be tied into the brake lights, because to me that should be on a standalone circuit, not just for diagnosis, but for safety. Anyway, back to Mary. And Mary, I need a tail lamp for the car. Okay, get it. I call up Ford. 
Ford's the only place you can get this tail lamp, by the way, unless you buy it used on eBay, which I don't know how comfortable I feel buying a 17-year-old tail lamp for a vehicle on eBay because what if it happens all over again? And I'll tell you exactly why I think that way in a minute. From Ford, are you sitting down? This made the Dodge, This made the Ram pickup truck tail lamp look good. This tail lamp is in Detroit. It's still available. There's three of them left in, in Detroit, and they are almost $1,200 a piece. Yeah. Makes the, makes the Ram pickup truck tail lamp for $300 look cheap, right? So, you know, what choice does Mary have? She's got to put this $1,200 tail lamp in the car, and we ordered it, and we'll do it next week. But you have to say to yourself, you know, there's a, there's a statement there. There's a bigger statement being applied because, you know, here, here you have someone that's, you know, in her 90s, doesn't want to switch to a new car, which why should she spend, I don't know, what are you going to spend on a used car today? 25, 30 grand? But to have to go out and spend $1,200 on a part and some diagnosis and labor, $1,500 to fix a tail lamp? That's what we're coming to. $300 for a Ram pickup truck, 900 or 1000 if you have the other calibration, if you have the other system, $1,200 for a tail lamp. Tail lamps are just getting, it's just ridiculous. Remember what cars are for, okay? Before we go to the break, I'm going to say it like this. Remember what cars are for. Transportation, back and forth, A to B, safe, reliable, all right, enjoyable. You know, you want to buy something exotic, something cool, you want to make it a hot rod, great. You, you know what? You're into it. You understand the cost factor and why the cost factor can be so high. There's no argument in the world you can give me where you can tell me an 05 Mercury Montego, the typical, I'll say it like this, and I don't mean to insult anybody, little old man, little old lady's car, all right, needs to have a $1,200 taillight. That's just ridiculous. Now, I could go buy this taillight used on eBay for anywhere from two dollars to $300, and maybe it'll work, and maybe it does. Maybe it lasts six months. All right, and then it breaks again, and then Mary, God willing, she's still here, still driving, as she always says. She says, Ron, go ahead, get me the new one from Ford because I'm tired of playing around with used parts. Well, here's the problem. The fact that the tail lamp is already in Detroit at the Detroit warehouse means Ford's getting ready to obsolete it, which means in six months it may be gone. So do you buy the $1,200 tail lamp now? Do you buy the $200 tail lamp from eBay? Do you roll the dice? Do you, do you take an Uber? Questions, questions, questions. Auto repair is like a box of chocolates. You're never quite sure what you're going to get. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie, The Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans... Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. 
Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. A common mistake that a lot of people do, they use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep Ron's number handy, 855-560-9900, for when you really need advice on your car. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over to Tom in Nyack, New York. Tom, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hey, Ron. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate You're welcome. it. Very much. Um, 2011 Chevy Express 4.8, 128,000 miles. Just broken in. So for the last, yeah, well, I hope so. For the last, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need two more years for me and it. Right. Um, um, two weeks now. It's. It's. Uh, I know that I got a PO three hundred seven, but it's only you only feel anything on idle. Okay. I mean, I could drive this thing anywhere. I could put it on the highway. Um, I don't feel a thing. I run with the scan tool on the highway. It won't set a code. Um, if I'm on the highway and the the, the check engine light is on. It will never flash. I could do 50, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. It never flashes. Okay. But as soon as you come to a stop and you sit, it starts shaking. Does your scan tool show data stream? It does. Can you you watch cylinder number seven for misfire counts? Well, on the scan tool... That isn't working right now because the uh, it's Bluetooth to my phone and the last app update uh, crashed. Right. So I'm waiting for them to fix the uh, that. So I guess I can't. Uh, my answer, the short answer is I can't on that the scan tool I have that I could. But, but the you, other one doesn't do it. You could on the next scan tool you buy. 
I yeah, I could on the next one, yeah, which I've been I've yeah. been looking at. Right. So <laughs> it's time. You know, these these handheld phone scan tool things are okay. Uh, but you know, it's it's sort of like you know, you ever you ever cut your finger and you can't remember if you're wearing a band-aid when you wake up in the morning and you look at your finger and you go, Oh yeah, I got yeah. one on. That's about it's sort of like the same thing. That's about what they're good for. You know, and the newer vehicle that you get, the newer the vehicle gets, I can't buy that the speed is going to be able to keep up with the accuracy of the information that you need to properly diagnose. So it's a good Band-Aid checker. Hey, do I have a Band-Aid on my finger? Is it really misfiring? But if you want to have a true chance at seeing actual speeds, real-time live data, eh, you got to buy you got to buy a better tool. And there's enough stuff out there for 500 bucks or less. There's enough used stuff out there for 500 bucks or less. You know, it's but anyway, regardless. I want to watch cylinder 7 just because it's not setting a, a, a code while you're driving down the highway or you're waiting for your tool which is I'm going to say questionable. I'm not trying to pick on it, but you know, if I get some mm-hmm. inconsistency in readings, there's a reason I've literally got 17 or 18 scan tools in the shop. Um, some OE, some aftermarket, just because if I have questions, there's certain cars I find work better with certain tools and better information. That being said, if this is truly a miss at idle, and it's only at idle, and you can prove that. If you look at for misfires, and I would look at, I would pick that bank of cylinders just for giggles, all right, and look at seven and its accompanying cylinders, pick a couple, all right, and just put those up, uh, and here's where a, a different scan tool might give you a better chance because for your phone, if your phone loads all the data PIDs, you know, you could be looking at 45, 50, maybe 60 PIDs, and you're looking for ignition, misfire, fuel trim, and engine speed information. For it to display all those other PIDs, all those other pieces of data, it slows it down. I want a scan tool that, oh, I'm working on a misfire problem. I want to be able to tap in. I want to be able to tap and go look at uh, ignition cylinder misfire, engine speed, calculated load. Let me pick and choose what I want. That being said, all right, I want to see what a couple of cylinders are doing when this when this thing's cruising down the road at 40 miles an hour. If they truly show zero misfire and you pull up to a traffic light and all of a sudden cylinder 7 starts missing, I'm going to tell you you very likely have a vacuum leak or a fuel issue affecting that cylinder. Just that cylinder. All right? If, if the engine is misfiring while cruising down the road but it won't flash or turn the light on because it's still not out of the guideline of what's required to set the fault, then I'm going to start to talk to you maybe, and fuel trim looked good or fuel trim looked questionable. Maybe I've got a mechanical issue. Maybe I've got a broken valve spring. Maybe I've got a problem rocker arm, something, or cam is getting wiped out on that particular cylinder. All right? Always go back to the basics. You got a lawnmower? You got a snowblower? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know, I'll tell you what, sit tight. Let me just, when I come back, I don't want to rush this because we're going to go into the break. I don't want to, I don't want to blow this off. When I come back, we'll spend a couple of three minutes and then we'll get on with the rest of the calls. Stay right where you are, Tom. I want to talk to you more about this 2011 GMC or Chevy van with the misfire. I'm Ron Anini in the car doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Selena. Like, really, love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good, because every year dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them, but with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly, so get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. A common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car, Dr. Tom Nyack, New York. You're still there, sir. Yes. Can so, I just give you two more pieces of information? Sure. Uh, compression test was done. The mechanic said the compression on that cylinder was good. Okay. And the other thing is the check engine light will flash every morning during warm-up, first okay. start of the day. Okay. It does flash. And then it will flash after a 10- or 15-minute cool-down. And then it just stays on solid, right. just those two pieces. If if the cam lobe on number seven intake valve was half worn, how do you think that would affect mm-hmm. compression? Would it um, would it would it show up? Sure. Would it honest. show would it show up on a cranking compression test? Not likely, right? 
valve still opening. You're still okay. drawing something in the cylinder. So don't take a, a compression test shows you that the, that the valves are sealed and the rings are sealed. A running compression test might show different results. And then perhaps some testing doing something called volumetric efficiency, which is a measurement of air intake coming into the air pump we call an engine and leaving the engine out the other side. A volumetric efficiency test might tell us more. But don't rule out an engine as an issue just because it passed a simple compression test. Right? No, I'm not. As a matter of fact, he mentioned that. He did mention that. Okay, yeah. So, but let's, 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 let's go look at known good. What can we prove good, right? We can prove ignition good. We can, we can surely, you know, pull a plug, look at a plug, do an ignition wire, change the coil around. This is a separate coil cylinder setup, and eliminate ignition. Did that. Okay, right. right. So we know that. it's not ignition. So now it's down to, is it fuel? Is it mechanical? All right? If it's truly only at idle, and it's truly only cylinder seven, and that's what that scan tool data is going to tell you, all right, I'm going to lean towards either restriction on an injector I could think carbon deposits, but why carbon deposits on one cylinder? All right? Why only affecting one cylinder? That kind of bugs me. Maybe, maybe the rest of them just That's haven't where the shown PCV up yet. Is in the, Say that again? Would the PCV location have anything to do with the PCV location have anything to do with it? Because that's where the, the PCV tube is, right over cylinder seven? Um it could. That's sure. Carbon deposits. Um well it could be creating some other things, but you know, the bottom line is we need more data, all right? Now, there is some, there are some common things here. They did have problems with the main fuel injector harness connector. Uh, there was a preliminary piece of information GM put out about five years ago on these vehicles, PIO 527A, which talks about problems with the main harness connector, and they want you to change the adapters around. GM came out with a different part number, 1925 which replaced the connectors at the injectors because of issues they had. But we're not there yet. Um, let's, let's go with basics. You know, what do I always tell you, Tom? I, I want heart rate, blood pressure, and pulse. I want fuel trim. I want misfire per cylinder. I'd like to see calculated load. And that's another thing that'll tell me. If we bring up calculated load value and the mass airflow sensor pins at 100%, I don't think we've got a mechanical issue. I, I can't recall ever seeing right. a mecha- if I've got a mechanical failure, it's going to affect how the mass airflow sensor pulls air into the engine, right? I don't know. I, I, I did look at that. I know it's not 100. And as far as the fuel trim goes, the fuel trims were nearly perfect, except for long term on bank two, which is, I believe, the other side, right. which I was, I was scratching my head about. Right. Too. Well, but, um, that's- do this. Get a scan tool. Let me tell me what seven is. Call me back next week. Because remember, and, sure. and, and do what I always told you, right? Do what I've always told you. Tell me what's good. Tell me what's good. We'll figure out what's bad. Start going through things one by one. You got it. All right, sir. I got to run. I got a lot of calls. All right? Stay in touch, Tom. Be well. You too. Bye-bye. Let's get on over and talk to Don in Maryland, 10 GMC Sierra, and some questions about a uh, cabin filter. Yes, Don. Welcome to the car, doctor, sir. How can I help? I just got a question uh uh, and I've asked other people. I I was a mechanic for forty years. I'm and I'm retired, but I God. let everybody else do my work for me. God bless you, God, God bless you, Don. You made it out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just once in a while, like I'll, I might change my old own oil or something like that. But uh, I wanted to change the cabin filter, and I got sixty thousand miles on this uh, twenty ten GMC. And uh, I took both of the um, 
uh, glove compartments out, and there's a unit there that's got a lot of wires running to it, and I'm sure it looks like it might be something for the airbag. Okay. Uh, but there's a cabin filter. So the cabin filter on this vehicle, if it's equipped, and it's probably not, it probably has a provision for it. So that's why you'll see a listing in a parts house supply catalog, but it's probably not equipped. My experience has been GMCs being the less expensive version of a Chevrolet, quote unquote, and I'm dating myself, right? That's the way it was back in the 60s and the 70s. Uh, GMCs tend not to have the bells and whistles. So what you need to do is take down the insulator underneath the blower motor on the right side of the dash. Okay. Crawl, you know, when you feel that when you feel the door sill in between your shoulder blades and you're in that painful spot, look up at the blower motor. Next to the blower motor, there's going to be a rectangular portion, oh, 10 inches by 2 inches wide that you'll see an embossed or raised plastic rib. All right? That's that's X marks the spot, brother. That's where they want you to take the razor knife, cut that hole out. That's where the cabin filter would go. All right. Uh huh. You've got to go down to your GM dealer. You got a pencil and paper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You want filter kit part number 2275-9208. 2275-9208. If you can get your hands on TSBs. Or, or preliminary information, take a look at PI-1216. It talks about, and this goes back to, I think it was April or May of 2014. I remembered it because it was uh, just before my birthday on the 14th. That's how, I, you know, don't ask me why I remember these things. And uh, um, it talks about if you had dust coming into the cabin, and they list all the vehicles uh, that don't have cabin filters that this kit applies to, and it does apply to yours. And that's why you can't need- find it. I noticed behind that uh, unit, there's a little, uh, like a sponge filter, uh, with the, uh, in a, like a plastic container, uh, but you can't get to it. Right. Yeah. No, this is going to be a particulate filter. The particular cabin filter has to be located in proximity to the blower motor so that as it's passing air over either the evaporator or the heater core, it's being filtered. Okay. One more question. Sir. Sure. Two for a nickel. Are you saying that the, the, the GM is the cheaper of the, the two? With the, with well, the, uh, Chevrolet? that's generally the way it was always explained to me as a kid. You know, what was the difference? And that's what I've come to see, whereas GMC was more of a truck truck and Chevrolet. And I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying for bells no, and no, whistles, no, I, that, that, you know. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, for, uh, you know, for bells and yeah. whistles, it seems like you can go to Chevrolet. Like, if you compare a GMC to a Chevrolet... More often than not, you'll find less trim and less option levels available from GMC. It was more of a workman's truck, which is why... I must have got a better model because this thing has everything on it. Well, either that or we're just all spoiled because they put everything in everything now. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I, I kind of wonder why GMC is still around, if you think about really? it. Well, well, only because if they're both coming off the same assembly line, there's got to be a marketing or promotional or mechanical difference on why they still make GMCs and Chevrolets, otherwise Chevrolet's competing against itself. Uh-huh. Right? It well, just... that was interesting to know. Uh, I've had the truck since it was new, and I've only got 61,000 miles on it. Right. Uh, and uh, no problems, but uh, I really appreciate your information, and I uh, listen to you every week when I can, uh, and uh, 
Thank you a lot. Thank you, sir. You're doing a great job out there. Thank you, sir. You make me proud. I appreciate that. You be well. Stay safe. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie, the car doctor, coming back right after this. Don't go away. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Ron Nane, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. Let's go over to Chuck in Tennessee, 95 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Chuck, welcome to the car doctor, sir. Hey, Ron. Thank you very much. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's going on? Well, uh, I've got the 95 Grand Cherokee 318 engine and uh, throttle body fuel injected. Okay. And it started uh, chugging like it was uh, starving for gas, and then it, it, it it runs out, or it seems like it runs out of gas. But I've replaced the uh, the fuel pump. I've replaced the filters. 
I've cleaned the uh, injectors. I have, uh, and you can put a gauge on it, and the fuel pressure stays good when it does this. Uh, we've watched it at idle, and it'll do it at idle, or it'll do it running down the road. And uh, I've replaced the uh, time and position sensor. Okay. Uh, anything that I thought could be uh, electrically or, or fuel-related that uh, could cause it to seem to run out of the gas. Okay. But when it does this, you can start it back, and it may or may not uh, still uh, idle roughly. It may just be smooth as silk, and then you drive two miles, five miles, and it'll do it again. Is it a case where sometimes will it may, maybe it won't start until it sits for a little bit? Um, usually when it stops, it'll start back, but I've wondered if it could be temperature-related. It, it does happen well, sometimes where it seems that it's temperature-related. I'm, I'm not necessarily thinking temperature. My other question would be when it goes in and stalls, have you checked to see does it have spark? Just or you're you're basing that it has spark because it, it restarts every time. Uh, yes, it it doesn't really seem to drop the cylinder. It. it well, no, I'm not thinking. Yeah, it, I'm it's not still thinking. Got spark. I'm not. I'm not. See, I'm not. I'm not thinking symptoms. I'm just thinking conditions right now. You know, does it have yeah. spark? Pull a random yes. plug. Um, go buy a go buy a cheap spark tester from your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stick it on the end of the plug wire. Let it run till it dies. How long before it dies? Would it die sitting there in the in the service bay? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, or they make they'll make different kinds of spark testers. I know O'Reilly Auto Parts has them where you can tie it in series with the plug, and you can actually see the spark jump the gap, jump the gap, jump the gap, and then all of a sudden, does the spark look like it's getting weak? Is it going away? All right, and I just, okay. I just, I just want to test that. All right, at least I can take spark off the table. You know, you've changed. I believe what you're talking about when you say timing sensor is crank position sensor. Yes, crank position right. sensor. Right. Uh-huh. You know, so every part you change now runs the potential of creating a different problem, not getting at the original. Right. If we work on the theory of new not being good. Okay, yes. that's why I don't like parts changing. It's one of the reasons. All right, let's eliminate spark as it's happening. All right, uh, spend, when you're when you're at the when you're at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts, spend twenty bucks, buy a mechanic stethoscope. Makes you look official. You could be the official car doctor in Tennessee. All right, and li- li- listen to the injectors. Click, 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 click. Get used to the sound when it goes into that no start stumble. You know where it's dying out condition. If you're quick. And you listen to the injectors. Do you hear them stop? Do they stop being pulsed? All right. Do they still sound the same? Are they consistent? What I'm what I'm questioning is, does this vehicle, because some of them did, have an anti-theft system? Do you know if this vehicle has anti-theft on it? It does. Okay. How come the anti-theft module isn't on your list of possibilities? Because here's what'll here's what'll happen. All right. If this is an anti-theft event. You'll have spark. You won't have injector pulse. All right? And that matches your scenario. You'll have fuel pressure. You just won't get a pulse out of the injector. Okay. All right? So so I'm just trying to... I believe in 95, you would still have fuel pressure. You would lose lose fuel pulse. Injector pulse is what they did. All right? When it stalls, if you cycle the key back off... 
and turn it back on without cranking it? You know, turn it off, count to 10, turn it back on. Does Do you hear the fuel pump prime? Yes. Okay. Tell you what, sit tight. Let me pull over, take this pause. When we come back, we'll finish. I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. A common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're running into the car, Dr. Chuck. You're still here in Tennessee. I'm still here. Okay, sir. I got two minutes, so let me be quick. When this starts to die, when this 95 Jeep Grand Cherokee starts to die out, do you have a fuel pressure gauge hooked up to it? Yes, I have had a fuel pressure gauge hooked up to it, and uh, fuel pressure stays constant. So it stays constant. It doesn't drop off? No. Okay. 
So, and the reason I ask that is, and I'll explain my reason, is there is a fuel pump relay, which is powered through fuse six on this vehicle in the power distribution box under the hood. And then there is an automatic shutdown, an ASD relay. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. All right. There's an ASD relay, which is also computer controlled, but it's fed through fuse number two in the power distribution center. The good news is that the trigger for the ASD and the fuel pump relay both come out of the PCM. If it's maintaining fuel pressure, I don't... And and my question is, is for some reason the ASD relay shutting off? All right? You could have a bad relay. You could have a relay that's simply overheating, and it will shut the car down. Fuel pressure will stay good. Fuel pump will still run. It'll still cycle like it, it should when you turn the key on and off as the, inject, as the computer tries to prime the rail. But you could have an ASD, an automatic shutdown relay trigger problem. All right? I would like okay. to see, I'd like to see you start to break the circuits in half. What are we losing? All right? Grab yourself a wiring diagram. Go find fuse number two in the power distribution center. All right? Find, if you can find the red wire coming out on pin A5 that actually feeds the ASD relay from the PDC and monitor its voltage. If it has 12 volts and you can find the ASD relay, does the ASD relay click out and then the vehicle starts to stutter and stall or does it stutter and stall and then the ASD relay clicks out? Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? All right? Stop throwing parts at it, brother. Let's let's break this down into what are we losing? Spark, fuel, anti-theft. I have a cure for anti-theft, too, about taking it out of the system because I don't think you necessarily need it for a 95. But let's do some basic diagnostics. Call me back next week. I can take you further. I'm Ron Annie in the car doctor looking up and saying what a quick hour this was. It was a pleasure to be here and an honor to serve. Till the next time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.